whenever. See it like now. <laughs> yeah, like I knew it. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Breakfast at Noon podcast. I'm your host, Maxwell. I'm with my co-host. I'm your other host, Andrew, and we are here for the season finale. Wait, did we start? Yeah, we're, we've we started. started. We've started. I, usually when I'm on podcasts, they give me a warning. No, we are not oh, that geez. type of podcast. Yeah, they definitely not that time. We are pineapple sherbet. That's a, that's a good one. That sounds amazing. Over at Sip and Scoop California, which Vicky Little is the uh, owner and propi- proprietor. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. so for our season finality, fina- yeah. finality, finality. <laughs> We're just stumbling over our words today. Yeah, we are awestruck. That is because you didn't get cold brew delivered. Today. No, it's because I, I I got about five hours of sleep and my body is struggling. That's why I have water. That's why I have water. Um, Vicky, do you want to introduce yourself to to the sure. to the world? How do you guys like introductions to happen? How do you introduce yourself normally? I am the Sip and Scoop lady, I guess. That's how people know me. I, I walk through parks and they're like, hey, are you the Sip and Scoop lady? And I'm like, yeah, I guess I am. That's I even have a shirt that says that, that Sip and Scoop lady. Do you it. actually? I do. Someone made it for me. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. That's incredible. Yeah, just, That's just one simple phrase, that Sip and Scoop lady. All right. So we and start off every podcast with one question when we okay. have a guest. Okay. What do you eat for breakfast? And then what do you eat around noon? Oh gosh! I don't think we've ever asked what you eat at noon, listen, but we do we ask. Have. We listen, do ask what you eat. We have breakfast. sometimes. Maxwell asked you, "Tell me what you're going to talk about," and that's a prep question. That's something I should know. But you're right. It's a it's I a mean, good. I, t- pop, I texted it's you. A I said quiz. food. I said yeah, food you did. and you business. Did. You're right. You're so. right. Okay, breakfast. Um, God, uh, sometimes I do without. So sometimes breakfast is lunch, mm-hmm. and then and then you have it at noon. I have it at noon, and then all of a sudden I'm hungry again 30 minutes later. So I have lunch right at that point uh, for breakfast. Sometimes it's a breakfast jack from Jack in the Box. Have you had one? I've never had one. They're actually really good. Jack in the Box has some really oh, good I think sandwiches. Oh, about this, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, really, I mean, really good. I don't know. I just yeah, scared it's like, to go. No, it's actually good. Jack in the Box has some really good stuff. Um, <laughs> I have a funny story about that. I went through the Jack in the Box with some moms um, from Cornerstone, actually, like six years ago. That's all and that's wild. where we, we met Jesus there oh. at the Jack in the Box on Balfour. Yeah, he's he was working the drive-through. <laughs> Seriously, that's fantastic. That's, Seriously, oh. I'm not gonna name names, but yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, we were hanging out at my house, just you know, having church ladies over, being good and all that, and church then uh, decided to go to the drive-through like we were teenagers again, and we met yep. Jesus in the drive-through. Yeah. As one does. As yeah. One does. I mean, As you, one that's does. the only time you you know. It's the most really normal place middle, to middle do it. Night. Yeah. 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 That's good customer service, that dude. That's yeah. <laughs> you, you would think. You'd, you'd, yeah, uh, you yeah, did. You'd, you'd, you'd hope. <laughs> yeah, you would really. Yeah. yeah. Without I mean, it, I mean, you uh, know, be the light in the Jack in the Box drive-through, like you got I mean, to. I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know much about Jack in the Box, but uh, there's. It's some, good. I know it is. It's actually good. It's very good. Like if he were to have a job, an earthly job, I would feel like Jack in the Box would be. Where do one. Work? Yeah, oh, I just yeah. feel like I hear Jack in the Box, and I think like, like a fast food joint that's like in the middle of like a really dark alley, and like <laughs> really? on the way in you get like attacked. That's Taco by, Bell, like, by, the like, one dogs. right on Brentwood Boulevard, it literally is. in no, an alley. Is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I enjoy Taco Bell, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. Well, there's a Jack in the Box across from that alley, Taco oh, Bell. Oh, as there well. is. You're right. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I've just, <laughs> I would, I've just yeah. never yeah. been. Yeah, it's really good. I like their teriyaki chicken bowls. Is the, and honestly, that's to answer your question. Jack in the Box is kind of like my go-to place. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's gross. It's just, that's that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like I'd say Taco Bell because yeah. it's cheap. All yeah. good food is has a level of grossness to yeah. it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like the high like 
caviar. Truffles. You know, caviar? truffles are yeah, caviar. Yeah. Squ- anything any squid related, anything super like fish. high dining. Yeah, yeah. That's just fish related. Yeah. I do it, love shrimp. Shrimp is pretty good. I mean, yeah. I only the only there's only two things I like that are seafood. Uh, sushi, and bacon wrapped scallops. That's it. Hmm. I was gonna say bacon is not fish, but I, the yeah, scallops. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I'm not just, a huge sushi just fan. Ocean bacon. Yeah, ocean they bacon. just like they <laughs> instead of salting it with salt, they just dip it in the ocean. <laughs> you know for just what? A few days. I just heard that I, I, my kids and I were watching, and my husband were watching Netflix this barbecue, you know, um, contest. People are just barbecuing all these big pieces of meat. I had no idea that a pork butt wasn't a pig's butt. Is it? It's not? a shoulder. Why is it called a butt? Then? I don't know. They said. I think I lost track. That's weird. Don't know what they said. I don't, it was I don't, a, I don't like that. Call, <laughs> I call know. Call it what, what they it are. is. Yeah. Don't, especially don't you know? Don't call something a butt if it's yeah. not. I'm over here trying to I'm, buy meat. And it's like yeah, <laughs> I won't buy it if it says butt on it. Anyways, right. yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Ew. I wrong? guarantee Jack in the Box does not have anything with the word butt in it. I mean. Oh, I yeah. I mean, they have like a secret menu. Like, secret yeah, menu. it's just all butt-related <laughs> items. No, but it's actually the shoulders. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just shoulders. We're, we're going like just... down that route, huh? No, the yeah, dark yeah. web of pockets. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> we're all over the place. All over the place. Okay, so so we had a breakfast question. We'll hit you with like a more a business-related question. How okay. long has Sip and Scoop uh, been around? Uh, I guess open. Yeah. In yeah. in business for. So. Um, 2016 is when we when we opened officially with our little Italian ice cart. Um, that was the, I think it was um, April, okay. April 2016, and yeah, that's when it started. What is that? Four years? Almost that's five. It'll be almost five years um, in April of next year. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah, it is. When did you guys get in your building that you're at now? Uh, we got the keys in March of 2019, so okay. last just last year. And it took us, we wanted to take about a month to repaint, bring in some furniture, just some minor things. And it ended up being five, like four or five months. I think we opened June 2nd, June 21st to be exact. Yeah, so it took a while. We just start, started ripping stuff up and then we're like, oh crap, we do that. And then we're going to have to rip this up and do this next thing. And just ended up being a huge project. But it's worth yeah. it. We actually really love what we did with it. it <clears throat> if you were there before, it was a, a hot dog joint. Um, actually, right before it was Blue Saigon. It was like a, uh, they still did hot dogs, chili mm-hmm. dogs. But they actually brought in some of their um, uh, their foods that, from their restaurant in uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, um, yeah. Like noodles, rice. Yeah, meals, I, I, um, that name sounds really familiar. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, so, but before that, for the longest time, it was the hot dog, the hot dog. Um, God, what was it called? It was a hot dog place, I think. It's just like yeah, yeah but that's hot dog, chili says, dogs, fries. So yeah, yeah. Hot dog yeah, town. Oh, what know. was it called? I can't remember. Hot dog something, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So that's uh, that's about a year ago. So what like was the inspiration or like the inception of Sip and Scoop? Like when, when was that or how did that come about? So actually <clears throat> our first initial name, cause we didn't expect to be where we're at now. Otherwise it probably put, would have put a lot more effort into finding a really cool name. Our first name was Italian ice on the go. We just, it was mobile. We weren't planning on getting a store ever. There was no aspirations for that. Let me back up. There was no aspirations for me to have a store that sells Italian ice. We actually, ironically, my daughters and I, 
several, just a couple years before um, um, Italian Ice on the Go started, which is Sip and Scoop now, um, we were taught, I, I said, kids, hey girls, what would you guys like to do? If we could open up a business, where would you want it to be and what would you want to do? And they said, and we all agreed, uh, we're real, you know, the girls and I are real crafty. We love like vintage um, antique stores. We love to check out garage sales. Like we just like to make a good deal. Um, we like to DIY up, you know, updo furniture, things like that. And so, um, and our heart, we just love bookstores. We love coffee shops. We love that old, um, you know, just the, the old fashioned, just sit around, hang out with people, listen to live music, that type of thing. And so um, the one thing that they wanted to do, they said was a, um, a used bookstore or even a new bookstore slash cafe in the downtown Brentwood area. And so, you know, my husband came home, we showed him all the plans, we wrote down some, some numbers and, you know, wrote what we wanted and he's like, uh, you guys, that's going to be, you know, $100,000, you guys can't do that. Kind of blew our, he's so nice, he didn't mean to do what he did, but we were just like, ugh, blew our dream out the water. So, um, yeah, we, I think a few years later I decided let's do, you know, a little thing, a little side gig to make some extra money. We didn't need it. I just wanted to stop asking my husband for money. I just wanted to blow my own money without having, you know, to explain myself for why I spent $150 at Target in five minutes, right? Yeah, like, that's, just I do feel it. like that's I a reasonable thing. I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. I start, wait, start a business and blow, a... blow $150. Yeah, 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 like who cares, whatever. Yeah. So that's kind of where the idea came from, just to make some extra cash. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he came home with this little little push cart, really cute little thing, and um, we could hold four flavors of Italian ice. And then I, you know, reached out to some of, to some of my uh, contacts through the, to, through the schools and, you know, some of the sports leagues, and they had me out selling. I did fundraiser, gave some money back to them, and it's kind of how it blew up. People loved it. People loved the idea of that. I don't think there was another... I think the only other food truck or two that might have been here before I came was uh, Straw Hat Pizza and uh, maybe a taco truck. I think um, this taco truck um, was, he started probably around the same year that I did. So, yeah. Yeah, there was, there actually was, talking about taco trucks, I don't know, it might be the same one last night at work. Some guy in a taco truck came out. I was like, hey. Oh. He was like, hey, we're like a local business just started and just like gave me like some cards. What was it? It was like a taco truck. Oh, you know, you work for me. Why didn't I hear about that? Oh, I just, <laughs> who I was just, it? it was, I don't know who it was. Some guy just like, I was like, yeah, can I get a name? Yeah. He was like, well, just here's some cards. They just <laughs> left. <laughs> hmm. I was like, all right. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of food trucks around here now. It's really cool. I love yeah. it. What is it? Uh, the, the competition has, what is it? Was it Rita's? Rita's? Rita's. Italian? Yeah, Rita's. And then, um, um, there's the a couple, enemy. there's no, they're awesome. There's a couple of, um, shaved ice companies mm -hmm. that are here that I won't mention because then I'm giving, you know, no, we don't business do away. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, sip and scoop only. Sip and scoop yeah. only. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, you know, um, that, yeah, I haven't heard of any other ones that are, that are really, oh, mm -hmm. there's a new one called the happy ice hole. Oh. Yeah, the I'm happy not sure, ice I'm not hole. Sure. The name I is great. <laughs> happy ice hole. Yeah. Personally, not not. Speaking I'm hoping for I'm anyone, saying it right. Yeah, the happy yeah. ice hole. They uh, do shaved ice. It's, well, it's funny. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, if you, so you chose the name Sip and Scoop, but like, mm -hmm. why? Oh, sorry, you asked me that. Okay, so we started with Italian ice on the go because we just it was just chill. We weren't really thinking we we're going to do anything with it. Yep. Just Italian ice. That's it. Mm -hmm. um, I worked, I opened in like April or May, I think. And then I worked through the rest of the school year, which is just a couple months. And then worked through the summer a little bit. 
And then the schools called me back in the fall of 2016, and um, I was like, oh, shoot, you know, this is actually really great. We're, we're bringing some money in. This is cool. And then I started realizing I don't want to stop. But my little ice cart is, you know, we have a little umbrella that we hook to it. It's not ready, it's not ready for weather. And so um, I told my husband, you know, hey, I, I would love to get a trailer maybe or a food truck. What do you think? And he's like, I'm already looking. He already had that idea. He knew that, you know, we would probably stay busy throughout the wintertime um, if we had some sort of, you know, covered selling space. Mm -hmm. And so Thanksgiving Day, he drove home with our trailer that we have now. Got nice. a really great deal with it on it. And, uh, and then it took us... I think our first event was March of 2017 with the food truck. Damn. We put a espresso machine in there, got some gelato, and that was it. We had to change. I had to change the name. I couldn't do Italian Ice on the uh. go. Well, so the the brand of Italian Ice that we sell is called Mustache Mike's, mm -hmm. and it's a family-owned business. He came up with his own recipe of Italian Ice, and it's really good. It like is, the Italian yeah. Ice is really good, mm -hmm. yep. and we loved it. We um, tasted it um, in a local dessert shop that's no longer in business here in Brentwood. They carried it, and then there's a food truck and the um, you know um, over the hill Livermore Pleasanton that sells it. And actually, his name is you know the, he adopted the name Mustache Mike's, mm -hmm. even though he's not the owner of the name. Yeah. Um, he does do business under that name. Um, but the logo, uh, Mike is a real guy. Mm -hmm. He, um, he's like biker looking guy, bald mustache, right? Just, you know, just this dude. Yeah, and he's yeah. on all the marketing material and it just, that's not me. Yeah. That's just not my branding, not me. I'm more of a foo-foo frilly kind of person. Um, and so, um, I knew I wanted to change the name and we weren't tied to it. It's not a franchise. Mm -hmm. So we weren't tied to using their brand, their name, or anything. And so uh, we, I played with so many names, went online, used some, you know, name generators. Just, you know, we knew, I knew I wanted it to be something that um, could incorporate a lot of different menu items. And that one kind of just fit the best, I think. And that's kind of where it came from, just out of nowhere. So you're just like... Oh, I need like a name. So like sip and scoop was just like, oh, then you can do your sips, your scoops. Scoops, and then yeah, yeah. And we, kinda, didn't, we just you know. figured eats would, you know, fall under that, I mean, yeah, whatever. That works. Okay, so the California part came from somewhere interesting. Yeah. When you're oh. coming up with a business name, mm -hmm. um, I think sometimes people forget that there's other people that have the same business name and you're, they're going to, especially with social media right now and hashtags yeah. and everything, your, your business is going to, you know, you know, intertwine. And, you know, I didn't want another sip and scoop out there putting out some crappy photos and then people mm -hmm. thinking it was mine. Uh. Right. So I went on Instagram and Facebook and just, you know, searched up sip and scoop. And I found out there is a sip and scoop, uh, with an and sign in Tennessee. There's Ooh. a sip and scoop in, um, uh, Australia. Oh. Um, and I think there's one in, uh, did I say t Tennessee yet? I Tennessee. So, yeah. Yes. yeah. Tennessee. That's... And then what was the other one? There was another one. Can't remember where. You should but reach like out. Four. And like merge, I know. I don't and know. Then you I've... could be sip and scoop Australia. <laughs> I know, sip right? And sip and scoop. I, so that's why I add. Yeah. Earth. <laughs> sip and scoop that's land. Why, <laughs> land. Uh, that's why we added the California part. Probably, oh. you know, kind of half in the back of my mind, thinking, you know, maybe we'll expand. Um, maybe if we do, we op if we open something in Southern mm -hmm. California, maybe we, cha you know, sip and scoop California is like, you know, the base name, and then we have like NorCal, South yeah. SoCal. Um, Texas, uh, Arizona, all the places, all the places, yeah. Mexico, <laughs> sip and scoop Mexico. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, if you weren't making, or if you didn't, if it wasn't like an ice cream, if it wasn't, if sip and scoop wasn't what it was now as a business, if it was 
if you had to take the business another direction, mm-hmm. what direction would that be? Um, food is hard. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how hard serving, making, serving, um, and following all the rules. And um, I mean, you know, they're easy rules to mm-hmm. be sanitary, you know, yeah. but it's hard. Contra Costa, California is a hard state to um, own a business, first of all, just mm-hmm. straight up. It's already hard enough to, to own a business here in the state. And then add in the state of Contra Costa, sorry, county of Contra Costa County, um, one of the hardest um, health departments to get a pass through. And, and they're pretty strict. And it's good. It's, it's all good stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I love it. I think it's great because, you know, I feel pretty confident going to a restaurant that I'm going to yeah. get, you know. Rather be too safe, safe than, yeah, yeah. safe food. Um, but that being said, you know, it's, it's hard. Um, serving food, coming up with menu items, keeping, keeping people happy. Um, it's a tough part. I, I think that um, if we went down any new route, um, I, I love it. I, I, I actually love what we're serving. And if we did do anything, uh, we'd probably go down the route of um, more pastries and mm-hmm. um, you know dessert items. I think we really hit a niche with the dessert stuff that we're doing. Um, I would go with more less cold items. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not frozen. Maybe some yeah. things that you know people could eat during the winter time and not be freezing. Bring uh, the temperature yeah. down mm-hmm. another twenty degrees because they're eating ice cream. Yeah, and then add you know add in the whole aspect of having to sit outside and oh, yeah. our you know our seating capacity in our store is so tiny that you know we could fit probably five people right now yeah. because it's so small. So um, yeah, we're gonna have to come up with some ideas for the winter time. But yeah, I think that's probably the only route we go. Maybe a few more. You know, the bubble waffles have been a hit. And you know mm-hmm. that, Maxwell. Oh, We've yeah. been selling a ton. I think that's going to be our niche, like just coming mm-hmm. up with some really, you know, on your podcast, I'm going to I'm gonna announce a couple of things that are down the pi- pipeline. Yeah. Hey, all you got to do yeah. is hand me $1 and you can do whatever you <laughs> oh, want. Oh, that's right. I forgot. That's true. I it's $1. It. Yeah, it's $1. All right, all, right. all right. So, you know. We're thinking right now some of the mm-hmm. things coming down the pipe maybe in just the next week or two. Okay. Uh, a chocolate bubble waffle. Ooh, okay. And so like covered in chocolate? No, or an like actual chocolate Oh, like the waffle. The, 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 yeah. the, the, the batter. The, the batter. Yeah. yeah. I was <laughs> going to say the dough, but <laughs> the dough. that's not correct. By, uh, by the time you people are hearing this, this episode will... By, yeah, by the time this is heard, this, oh. this, is, this will have been rolled probably, out for okay, a couple Okay, yeah. well then it's point. not... If okay, that, if darn. If that's a next week thing, then it's rolled out for about two months. Awesome. So. <laughs> tell, tell us how much you enjoy the chocolate <laughs> Oh, there we go, yeah. yeah. Tell us how much you enjoy them. Okay, here's another one. Another one. Saw this on Instagram and I loved it. An Oreo... An Oreo bubble waffle Ooh. would be amazing. So, like, yeah. we it's just bake, like, some in... big Oreo stuff mm-hmm. and just put the bubble waffle in between yeah. them? I th- I just... No, no, I, I'm thinking no? crumbled Oreos. Uh, we okay. drop the batter, and then we just sprinkle. The batter kind of, you know, mm-hmm. sinks into the batter as we put the top down, and it's infused with Oreos, chunks, Ooh. actual chunks of Oreos. That sounds like it could mm-hmm. be quite good, but I'm wondering, the one thing I'm wondering about that is the shape of the bubble waffle machine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If the chunks get like stuck we'll have to use its own yeah, it would have like to it would, have yeah it would have to have its own waffle i think yeah because if you order like a churro one and you hate oreos mm-hmm. what if you got an oreo chunk in there is that what you're saying yeah, yeah and also like yeah i'm thinking because like you know it's, it's bubbles and it's like the flat bits mm-hmm. so i'm like i think all the oreos would just be stuck in the bubbles and True. not the flat bits yeah but when you but bite I mean, into it good, yeah, yeah. Oh, i don't know we'll have to play with it that's going to be your new job when you go, job. your next shift, yeah. I'm going to have you make an Oreo one. Or your okay. master. Heck Maxwell. yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I made the pumpkin one, so I mean, I, I just got to stick <laughs> yeah, with the Yeah, you did good. That was yeah. awesome. Make all of them. 
You're the man. Yeah. Go on. So to go back to some to, to some breakfast related Kay. questions. Okay. If you were to make an omelet, or first off, do, are you an omelet eater? I am. You are. Okay. Yeah. So if you were going to make sip and scoop. Yeah. We oh, sell them. They sell. Yeah, omelet. we have them. That's yeah. incredible. So if you were going to make like a dream omelet, uh -huh. what would you put in a said omelet? Well, it's already being made right now, and it's at a store like five doors down from my store. Oh. <laughs> so if you see, if you come to my to my store and look at the menu for omelets, the description under omelets it says it's not an MJ's omelet, but it'll do in a bind. <laughs> yeah. yeah so true. MJ's, I mean, literally they're killing. I just had breakfast there this morning with a couple of friends. Um, I, you know, honestly, I don't remember ordering anything but an omelet and today was the first day I didn't order an omelet. Really? Yeah, but Why? I usually order um I was really feeling the french toast. And I'm that's glad I did. That's a respectable it was, answer. Yeah, it was awesome. Can't yeah, really go wrong delicious. with anything at MJ's in so long oh, bro, and I need so to good. go. It's I need so to good. go. Yeah. So they're omelet, they're Spaniard. Oh my god. Yeah. Goodness. So so what do you have in that omelet? Um in my the one from MJ's? Yeah. Okay, it's called the Spaniard. It's um, it's more of a, um, you know, like a Mexican dish, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and it's, um, I think they use chorizo oh. to fry their um, sausage in, right? Yeah, I think it is because I see the, you know, the, the chorizo um, coloring in there. And then, um, you know, all the veggies, uh, bell pepper, onions, um, and then they do sour cream. Um, what else? Gosh, I think that's it. But it's just fat. Lots of mm -hmm. cheese. It's just a fat omelet. It's huge. That, that yeah. sounds And then I just amazing. I add an, does, I yeah. ask for an extra side of sour cream. Oh. And I just plop it on top. Sour cream yeah. on, on anything is just so good. It is. Go it's it so is. Good. Yeah. It's delicious. Delicious. Yeah. Some nachos. I know. I don't know. That, that, that's not nothing to do with that. Yeah, I made really took it left turn. I want nachos now. Hey, yeah, I made well. nachos in the food truck the other day. Did you? Yeah, I was so. I knew I was going to be at an event all day long. Okay. And I was getting some, some supplies at the store for it. And I saw the chips there. And I was like, you know what? Nachos sound. Chili cheese nachos is what I made. Ooh. They were so good. Sounds yeah. But I actually made nachos yesterday here. Really? I did. Yeah, we had um, some leftover like chipotle taco shells. Sweet. So I crushed up some of those. We had like some Sweet. cheese and sour cream and guacamole in the fridge. I stuck the cheese on there, microwaved it, sour cream, guacamole, Bro, eat it. Mexican it food is the best. It, it really is. Mexican it really food is the best. So we had my family and I. We had tacos the other night. So not last night, the night before. Okay. Just fat. So I went to the Mexican um, grocery store off of Brentwood Boulevard, mm, yeah. and all, I asked my family what kind of meat, and three, three different people, three kind of meat. So I go, I go to the store. Normally, I just buy one meat. And I'm like, you yeah. know what? I'm gonna get a pound of each kind of meat. So we had like a plethora of meat at the house, cooked it all up. We had tacos. It was amazing. Ooh. Obviously, we had leftovers. So yesterday, last night, we had um, taco salad. <sighs> taco salad is the best thing I think ever. It sounds. It really, really good. is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the best. I, I don't I don't think I've had one in a while, but I remember when I have had taco mm -hmm. salad, it's been very good. Yeah, you just throw everything in there. It's just it's a dump. salad. It's just a dump of Mexican stuff. Would you say a taco salad is more of a taco or more of a salad? Definite mine are definitely a salad. I always okay. listen. Last night I ended up in three different bowls, so I went with this little tiny bowl to start off. And, okay. I, and I added my chips. I do this every single time. Ooh. I added my chips, the bottom, then I added my meat, and then I went in with um, uh, some lettuce. And by this time, right before I put the lettuce on, I was already overfilling the dumb bowl. So I had to move it to the next bowl, OK? Mm. Added the bowl, second bowl. <laughs> and I do the dishes, so it sucks. I'm going to have tons of dishes. And uh, out of the second bowl, and here we go, 
already overfilling. I haven't even put the lettuce in. And by that time, I'm in a real salad bowl, like okay, a big like a salad. Big, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. So I think our family needs to invest in actual taco salad bowls because it ends up being like a real salad. And you that's, can sit there and eat it. It's like delicious. Good. Yeah. Yeah. White, yeah that's delicious. My, I think that's my problem with, um, I think I've said this already, but I said it's been a while since I've, so I want to reiterate it. I have a real problem with Chipotle. You know. I have a real problem with the way they make their burritos. Really? Why? Okay, so, all right, I, I've said this before, but I'm just going to explain so to you. Okay, so burritos, right, this is Chipotle. Their thing is burritos and, like, burrito bowls, tacos. Like, yeah, that's their yeah. three things. So, when I go there, I expect these employees that they have to yeah. be the burrito experts. <laughs> so, I go in there, and I order all the all the stuff okay. that I want, yeah. which is a lot of stuff. Is it a lot? It's a lot. It is really Are a lot. Are you difficult when you go in there? No, Are I'm you not. one of those difficult people? Like you're, I difficult. just ask for what I want, which is like, it's just stuff that they have there, and I ask for it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I get it all, and then they go to roll it, and I'm just like, they can't roll it up all the way because it's too much. Yeah. And I just wish it's they would have told me that, because I'm like, you're the guy over here. You're, you're the, the expert. expert. You should inform me that yeah. my burrito Isn't is not wrappable. Yeah, you so, want to be able to hold it and yeah, it I not want, fall I apart. I want this to weigh like as much as like a small child. <laughs> yeah, like a I newborn this, baby. I, yeah, I want this burrito. <laughs> I want to be able to hold it and know that it, I will die yeah. if I eat all of this. Yeah, you know? and you do. And you I do, do and I die, and, die. and I revive every day. <laughs> no, uh, but I, it's just a real thing where I'm just like, get your yeah, game together, Chipotle. Listen, that's a gift. You know, same line is uh, cooking real uh, tortillas. There's a there's a thing you gotta cook it correctly. Oh yeah, no, and you gotta it's very... use the right. I remember um, living with my grandma, and she would get mad at us because there is a there is a right side and a wrong side to fill the tortilla. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I didn't know absolutely. That. So when you make them fresh, you're supposed to fill. You know, you have your tortilla flat, and that's where you're gonna fill everything. Mm -hmm. If you have your tortilla with the side with the 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 cooked marks that are bigger, like the round circles, that's the bu oh, those are the yeah. bubbles, right? And if those those are on the the, the top part where you're going to fill it, mm -hmm. you don't know what you're doing. Those those big bubbles are supposed to be on the bottom. I don't really? know where that came That's from. I don't know how, yeah, I don't know if it's part of my heritage or what. I just remember my aunt, who's my same age, getting in trouble one time because she was filling the, the, the tortilla the wrong way. So uh, kind of the same thing as rolling, I think. That's a gift. Like mm -hmm. you really, you know, if, if you, you don't know how to do it, especially if you're Mexican, you got to know how to do that. Yeah, otherwise it's just I, I think I think all I I wouldn't I'm know. I'm Mexican. But I'd say, I can would say all that. Mexicans would shame. <laughs> There's sh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just like listen, I don't. I can understand Spanish. Mm -hmm. I can speak it. I have a hard time because I didn't grow up learning it. Yeah. And so I, you know, feel mocked, and no one says a word to me. Mexican people yeah. that I'm talking to don't say a word. They mock me with their eyes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I have a hard time, but I know how to roll tortilla. That's and good. I know what side to fill my tortilla with. So hey, hey I got three out of three out of. That's Two some, out of three. That's some. That's, yeah, that's some. I failed both years of Spanish, so don't oh, worry man. about it. <laughs> I think you're I not, probably you're did not in that boat alone of not oh knowing gosh, Spanish. That is so All right, funny. quick question, and okay. I'll let you move on to your thing. Okay. It's it's just generally a food question. Mm -hmm. All right. So, are tortillas like when they were first like the idea of tortillas and how like they were like the first like I guess like food that like what is it like the Aztecs and Mayans mm -hmm. or whoever were there like created. Is that the same thing as like in India with like non bread? I think, think so. Where yeah. it was like it's, that it's was all like unleavened. Easy. It's just the mixture yeah. of like your flour to water mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. salt. That, sugar. That was but just it's like a very, uh, it's a base. Mm -hmm. You base your meal around around that. 
Yeah, so yeah. Then for Asia, would it, that be rice then? So like every... I think so. I mean, mm -hmm. while I'm thinking about it... So for England, it was tea. It's tea? That's a drink. I mean, it's yeah. got to be, right? But like, that's the one consistency, crumpets. I think. What are crumpets? Was oh, it crumpets yeah. and biscuits, maybe? Biscuits. Maybe. Oh, yeah, that's true. Is it biscuits? All right, I'll let you get, I'll, I'll let you get to your question. <laughs> yeah, so if we're, if we're hopping back to, back to business, okay. what would you say was the hardest part about start, starting Sip and Scoop? Whether that was in, like, kind of the original... Um, like Italian ice on the go, or mm -hmm. whether that meant like getting back into mm -hmm. or getting into the, the building? Um, it's the same. I, I know exactly how to answer that because it's the same problem I have today, even today, like quite literally today. Um, and that's balance. Mm. Uh, being able to figure out how to balance my family life, my social life, uh, my marriage, and business, and, and community service, which is a huge part of my heart. I just, I've um, always loved to uh, be with people, be around people, and uh, just be helpful and um, just a you know, solid presence. And whatever organization or group that I'm a part of, I like to be able to uh, just give back um, to help in whatever manner I can. And so balance is just a huge um, part that I just, I'm doing it okay right now, um, but it's, it's something I haven't really figured out how to do. And I think it's, I think it's a major problem for for a lot of um, people. It, it, the, the thing is too though, um, there's not a lot of women who are in the food industry at all. Like it's a very, very uncommon. And, um, and now I know why. Uh, the food industry, restaurants, any type of food truck, it takes a lot of time. Not, not only just the time that, uh, from the time that you open your door and serve people to the time that you close it. There's so much prep that you have to do. And, and owning a business in general, there's so much marketing and branding that you have to do for yourself, for your business, that um, uh, it just is all from, it takes away from the time that you're actually, actually serving people your food products. There's just so much other, um, there's a whole other side of it that, that you have to do. So yeah, balance is my, it's my nemesis, trying to figure out how to, to be a great mom and um, be there for my kids, you know. The whole business model for Sip and Scoop was based around, um, you know, I started it really because my youngest, I have five kids, my youngest was going into first grade. And when she went into first grade, that was the first time in, God, how many, how my girls, I think 20 years, 19 years, that um, I was actually going to have a solid six hours to myself. I've always had a baby always had toddlers, always had kids. Um, and so when, when my youngest went into um, to first grade, kin I don't even count kindergarten because they're only in kindergarten for like two and a half hours. Yeah, it's not I really know. anything you can do. Yeah. But she, I was going to drop her off at 7.45 a.m. and I have to pick her up till 2 o'clock. So I was like, I was in heaven. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can go get a job now. Sweet. Mm -hmm. And I did. I went and tried a couple different things, a sales job. I worked for a lawyer. I did quite a few things and um, uh, nothing really was making my heart pitter patter and I, and I know that's it's a real hard thing to find something that's going to really make you happy and sometimes you just have to go with what you can do and but I was a, at a point in my life and it wasn't necessary for me to work um, but I was at a point where I could I could be very choosy I wanted to do what I wanted to do be happy about it and still be able to give back to the community that I was part of and so um, uh, that you know basically that's you know, the difficult part right now for me personally is that my kids are doing distance learning and they really didn't understand how much I was working because they try to work as much as possible as um, while they were in school. Yeah. And now that they're home full time, 
Like they literally now see how much I'm working, how much what I have to do um, to make sure that this business stays relevant and um, profitable. And, um, you know, there's just so many aspects to it. And um, yeah, my balance is definitely right now. The balance in my life is just wonky because of what we're going through. So that's the hardest part. Yeah, just finding a balance. Yeah, you mentioned you kind of touched like a you're you're feeding multiple jobs before sip and scoop. Mm -hmm. Were there things in those that you think either helped you or that you took into starting sip and scoop that you kind of learned along the way? Yeah, absolutely. Um, One in particular um, uh, was (coughs) working with a lawyer. Um, He was uh, he was awesome. Like he was super flexible. He was if if um, it. If he wasn't servicing, the, and I won't name what it is that he um, does, um, but I was, you know, I was having a hard time with the type of lawyer that he was. Um, it was really just, um, it was hurting my heart every night when I got home, and um, just some of the people that I was encountering and, and the things that they were going through it was just, it was rough. Yeah. And um, but it was a great job. He was very flexible with, you know, my kids. I could, I could leave work and go ahead to watch my kids get an award and things like that. Um, but he, he was very flexible. He played, paid me well. Um, but again, when it, when, you know, when it comes down to it, um, at my age, it was time. I, I don't think I was ready. I don't think I'm ready to work for anybody. I don't think I could anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I have so much experience and um, a lot of ideas that it just it was imperative that I own my own business. And so what I learned from working at these other businesses was that, that it needed to be me employing myself, me coming with it up with an idea that was going to work with my family life and um, work with the community service aspect of it. And little did I know that this would be the perfect job. It has been um, able to help me touch on all of those things that I love to do. My kids can work for me if they want. If they don't want to, then they, you know, resign and then they ask for a job again a few months later because they're, you know, need money and that's okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I mean, they ask me for money and I'm like, get a job. Mom, can I, can you hire me back again? Please. <laughs> Please. Yeah, so, you know, they, they get to, you know, come to work with me if they want. They get to participate in some of the, you know, the events, go to the food truck. You know, their favorite part is going to the food truck events um, because food truckers, not all of them, most of them, uh, will trade trade with other food trucks. Uh, okay. So we get to go to the events and, and they get to walk around and be like, I'm a sip and scoop. And they're like, oh, here we go. And they give them food. And, I did that at yeah. the waffle place. You did the waffle place? I went yeah. there. I was like, yeah. oh, it's super soon. She's like, here's a waffle. And I was like, all right, yeah, sick. That's great. That's great. Yeah, it's I mean, it cool. wasn't a great <laughs> waffle. It's good. It's but good. I mean, it was good overall. <laughs> yeah. Overall. Yeah. 10 yeah. out of 10. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so. Um, that's kind of, you know, what I've learned probably the most is that I, I knew that I needed to work for myself so mm-hmm. that I had that f- full flexibility and, um, and, and it just, it was an important part of, you know, missing part of my life, I think, mm-hmm. um, just to have something that I can call my own. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how would you like describe the experience of learning, of going from like being an employee Mm-hmm. Um, to like becoming the employer and the business owner, like where did yeah. you have experience prior to that, or did you just yeah. have to learn it all on the go? Um, no, I did before Sip and Scoop. Uh, when my when my youngest was born, my daughter, my youngest daughter. Um, uh, honestly, I started a business about six months in. There was a local store that um, was selling, you know, cute little fufu bows. And that's where I went. I went there and bought all of my little girls' bows and um, outfits, and they closed. And there wasn't anything here in town that would sell, could sell any of that stuff. And so I just was like, oh, I'll just make my own. 
And so I started making them little hair accessories and little tutus. And I had a couple friends that were like, oh my gosh, where'd you get your bows? And a lot of businesses start that way. You know, you, you, you find a passion, there's something that you're really good at, and you start doing it for yourself just to save money or, you know, not having access to it. You just decide I'm gonna make it. And a lot of businesses start that way. It's from friends saying, hey, you should do that. You should sell that. You should, you should, you know, market that. That's a great idea. And a lot of businesses pop up like that. That's from your friends and family, you know, kind of just giving you really great um, um, advice and great um, uh, feedback about something that you do really well at. And so uh, I started that little business, um, you know, about, gosh, I mean, probably 10 years ago. And I did that for about three or four years. And um, so I already knew I loved being able to just kind of answer to myself. Um, and so that was really the only other job that I had, you know, experience. I didn't have any employees. So I had no experience in that way. The only experience that I had to share with my new employees at Sip and Scoop when I started hiring people was my experience as a mother. And, but I also knew I couldn't just be a mother. I couldn't mother them. Um, I feel like uh, when I first started use, having employees last year that I had that concept. I can't mother them. I need to be, you know, hard. I need to be, you know, strong and you know stern and I think that um, after COVID I had to hire kind of almost a whole new crew I think I only had two people come back from my crew last year just from change it wasn't anything bad just changes in employment um, you know some couple moved um, just some differences there um, so my new crew that came in ended up being you know super young and you know some of them were friends of my daughter some of them were from church um, and so I kind of have a relationship with them and and, and you know I think I softened a little bit I'm like you know what I I have an opportunity here to um, not only you know have a store sell this amazing product um, see people on a daily basis being in a, a really prime spot in downtown Brentwood um, you know we get seen a lot because of the location but something changed in me I'm like you know I can be a mentor to some of these these young kids some of them it was their first job ever and how can I expect them to understand or know how to do some of the things that maybe, you know, at the end of the day I was getting frustrated about. And so I knew that I had an opportunity to mentor them and, and, and I have that boss from a long time ago that still sticks in my head, like he was an amazing boss. I also have a boss that I remember from so long ago who was the worst boss ever. And I, at that point I realized, you know what? I need to be, I am, a, I, I am so competitive. And so I told myself, I'm like, I am gonna be that boss that these kids, when they talk about, you know, who is your favorite boss mom? Who's your favorite boss dad? Mm -hmm. I want them to say Vicky from Sip and Scoop. And so that's what I'm aspiring yeah. to. Like, that's I, you know, not. Definitely what I say. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, you know, I try, I, I just, I think it's a great, it's a great opportunity to, to feed into some young people's souls and their hearts um, and just give them a really good standard uh, to live up to um, when they have jobs and to um, you know work hard and um, be you know be a good um, not only employee to me but be a good peer and be a good um, um, partner with everybody else that they're working with 
be accountable for yourself, be accountable for your, um, your shift to make sure that you're leaving it in an amazing space so that the next crew that comes in will be actually excited. Like they'll be like, Hey, can you, you know, can you book me for the shift after Maxwell? Because, you know, he's an amazing closer or, you know, he, I, <laughs> I was am. using it. I was using you as an yeah. example. I mean, yeah. mainly because I only close. So. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know, you <laughs> don't want to open cause you can't I mean, wake I, up in the morning. So I'm okay with that. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm know? okay with that. And the, this guy, yeah, someone's got to do it. Yeah, this guy is amazing. Me, he's such a good worker. I, I, I appreciate Maxwell working for us. He's, he's a good guy. A we get a lot of compliments. I get, I, I don't tell these kids enough, but I get a lot of calls and a lot of people emailing me and letting me know, you know, you got a great crew there. And they've said that from the beginning. Like all the, all the people that worked at our store have been pretty solid and um, super grateful for that. So. What do you look for when you're hiring new employees that you've either <sighs> noticed is are either something that you look for going in or something you've noticed yeah. that kind of uh, that keeps you in on, hey, this person did this and now they're like one of the either top employees or the, they're the most yeah. driven. Yeah. Like what, what are some of those traits that you look for or have seen? Yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to find. Um, it, it, what I have to do is go into an interview whether it's one or two interviews, three interviews that I've had to have with a person so that I can make sure that I'm making a solid decision. Um, but you know, I know that I have like six or seven things that I could name right now that I would love the perfect employee to have, but I know that I'm not gonna find someone who has all those perfect traits. And I also know that they might have three out of four, but their potential is there to get three more, four more, they mm -hmm. could actually be an amazing employee if I can just take the time to teach them, um, if they have a great attitude. So, you know, to answer your question, great attitude is, is huge, you know, great attitude, just, you know, um, you're not gonna, if, if I have to give you some constructive criticism, I, I need to know that you're not basically gonna throw a tantrum and treat me like you're my child. And, you know, just, you know, great attitude means, you know, I just told you that you didn't mop right and I don't want you to mope around. I want you to be like, yeah, boss, you're right. You know, I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do better tomorrow. That's a great attitude to me. Not being grumpy about, you know, some, why are you looking at me like that, Maxwell? I just, I, I messed <laughs> up, man. I'm just so grumpy all the time. No, so, you know, great attitude is huge. Um, um, flexibility, you know, it's hard for, for, for high schoolers and college students to have a whole open schedule. And that's one thing I pride myself in. Um, also, that's one of my selling points. I, f I feel like when I'm interviewing someone, I, actu I actually have to sell myself and, and what I can offer them as well. We're just an ice cream shop. We're just a coffee, coffee ice cream shop. It's not, we're not changing the world. We're not, you know, um, we're just scooping ice cream, but I don't think that a lot of the people that I hire really understand um, what it is that we're giving to people, especially during COVID, uh, just being open and being a friendly, familiar face to people. It's just ice cream, but it's ice cream. Like it's, yeah. it's good and it makes your heart happy and it's not warm like, you know, a soup makes you happy, but it's 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 sweet. And when when it's given to you by, you know, a young adult that's actually happy to see you, that's what I'm looking for in an employee. I'm looking for somebody who's gonna genuinely be happy, you know. And I tell my kids, it's okay to be in a bad mood. It's okay to to have a bad day at home, or had you know you found out you got an F in a on a quiz, or it's okay to be grumpy about things, and it's okay. But listen, 
if you're coming to work, you need to either fake it till you make it, or you, you know, ask your peer, hey, you know what, you know, I'm having a bad day. Be, be vulnerable enough to tell them, I'm having a bad day. Can you take the lead at the register? Because I know I'm probably not going to be the best face for Sip and Scoop right now. I do tell them. I want you guys to make sure that um, you're coming with your best attitude when you come to work. And, um, you know, but I get it. You know, I have a lot of grace uh, for situations and, and um, you know, social things and family stuff. And, I, you know, I, I really do feel like a lot of my employees are just, they're just like family to me. So I, it's very important that they're a team player and that they're going to come in and and you're part of a huge team it's not just about getting a paycheck um, it's about being a, a representation um, to a, a a business that um, tries to portray goodness and 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 light in some really tough times right now um, yeah. it's, it's a lot of sh it's a big shoes to fill when when they come in I don't think they realize that when they come in there's some specific questions that I'll ask that you know help me understand if they're the right person and um, yeah sometimes they call you know their past employees and find out hey would you hire them back again and those are that's a real I, that question's a really good question to ask you know mm -hmm. so um, yeah that th those are kind of some key those are the most important I think um, it's just your attitude and and how how well you work with others it's a, yeah. it's a big deal yeah that's great I think as we as we close up I, I, have, I have one question very important I just want I just want a light just a light simple easy question okay, all, yeah. right, all right all right yeah, yeah. no you can't have a race Oh, was that good <laughs> that was, no, okay, no, wasn't okay, it. Okay, no. Okay. dang it anyways <laughs> no, um, if you had to be any animal oh gosh what would you be oh man that's a great question Chimney. Um, I think I'd be a cat. A cat. Cats are amazing. Don't they have the Just life? Just like a house cat. A house cat, not an outdoor. Okay. I would. Not I would, like a tiger. No, no, no. Oh God, that's a good that's one too. Because that's a type too. of cat. So. That's I mean. a good one too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the house cat. I like the house cat. Yeah. You know. I think that's a pretty good choice to be. They're that lazy. Yeah, I, 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 and it, you know. I think it depends on the time of the day. You're mm -hmm. asking me at, let's see, what time is it? You're asking me at 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. I'm so tired right now. Same. Like, I've just been working my booty off. So I think that if you asked me, um, you know, I don't even know when you can ask when me. When you had time. energy. Yes, when I, ha when I had energy that time in 2010. But right now I'm so tired. I just I, I I see my cats and they're just lazy. And you just want to be and, that. And they you know yeah they we we open the front door to come in and um and I I could be sitting in the living room. I just fed them. Yeah. Right. And somebody will walk in the house and they'll run up to them and meow scream like they're starving, right? Okay. To the new person that comes in the house, so they get fed again, right? And and. They just lay around all day, and they find a sunspot, and they can sit there for that sounds pretty great. Yeah, three hours, like literally no care in the world. Just People vibing. are caring for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and nine lives. Heck, uh, yeah. Who wouldn't want nine lives? That's pretty great. That's pretty yeah. reasonable. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it'd be a feline. That's a good answer. Good answer. So for a closing question, I okay. think this is probably uh, one of the most telling, it's like kind of like a personality test oh, of sorts. Okay. Yeah. But Prepare it, yourself. Yeah. Okay. It's a, would you rather question? Okay. Um, and so your two options is, would you rather, um, become a bean, like, like a pinto bean or like, <laughs> Oh, I forgot about this. Or, uh, but you're sentient. So like you're aware of things, okay. but you're just like rocking out as a bean. <laughs> okay. Um, 
But like, if you someone was to like eat you. What state? What county? What country? Any. What co- um, <laughs> just like in, you have an hour until you become a bean. Okay. Uh, from like right now. So from okay. right wherever yeah. you are. Okay. Right now. Um, and so, but like, if you were going to be eaten, you would be able to feel pain. Oh so my gosh. It's, and you it's, die. it's kind of a bad existence. Oh gosh. Okay. But the alternative is everyone else in the world becomes a bean except for you. And they're all sentient. Oh, they're also no. yeah. And can all still feel, but they're all beans. Oh man. Okay. Oh my gosh. How did you come with this question? I'm glad we I brought this back. <laughs> I'm glad we brought this back. <laughs> this is such a great question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, hmm. I think, oh, man. Well, I think I'd be the bean. You'd be the bean? Yeah. Be the bean. But did you say I have an hour before I become a bean yeah, so to make some arrangements? I, yeah, I guess we yeah, could yeah, do okay, that. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. So I think I'd... Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have like to talk to my. Yeah, I'd have. I'd talk to my husband, and just you know, I, I'm super crafty, so I'd probably craft myself a cute little you know vehicle. Yeah. That I could ride in and like you know. Mm, like a shoebox diorama. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. I, I'm thinking yeah. like Stuart Little situation. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, right. Would I have eyes? You, yeah, you'd be aware of your surroundings. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're yeah. just a bean, so you can't really. Yeah. Do yeah. Anything. I, I think I'd be the bean. Yeah. Okay. I'd rule right. the world. I'd I'd be the bean that became president. That'd be very impressive. <laughs> that, yeah. All right. With that, I think that's the end of this episode of the podcast and the whole season. season yeah. Two well, thanks for having me. I loved no, it. No, yeah. Having you on. Yeah. Thank it's you. Been, it's been good. All right. Um, we'll see you in season three. We'll see you in season three. Maybe whatever next that year. Maybe next month. It depends. Who knows? All right. Bye, guys. Bye.